Pints and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Pints and Bites Podcast. Pints and Bites. She's got the whole pot in her cast. She's got the whole pod in her cast. And we are talking about tights and fights. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the Walls of Erico. I hate you so much. Danielle Radford. <laughs> well done, Julian. And I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, the full Donny Brook. Boom, Lindsay Kelk. Boom. None of this half Donny Brook nonsense. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're what? They're not even trying. Yo, except today, I gotta tell y'all, I came out here looking like a swamp monster, wig all unkempt. Kelk looks like she is about to interview. <laughs> Some kind of countess. That's how I like to live my life, Danielle. Because you usually see me in my pajamas. Not to break the magic for our listeners, but I'm not usually in a full face. <laughs> but today, we, we got that beat down today, so it's, it's oh, happening. The, the, the beat is down. There full is beat. a gorgeous blazer. You got MP hair. like. Thank you. <laughs> but in the best way. In the best way. I mean, it's, it, it needs some dry shampoo, but what, whose hair doesn't? Whose hair doesn't? Julian's. That's who is because Julian's hair Julian's is always perfect. Julian. Needs a lot of conditioner. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm sure you got to oil it up, Julian. You got to take care of that. Nothing dry going in them curls. Yeah, not we if I have anything to say about hair. it. We have opposite hair, and I love that for us. That's what is important. <laughs> we're all over the hair spectrum. So, of course, we're going to talk about first the things that made us happy in the world of wrestling this week. Obviously, I mean, I like when they tease a thing. And it's the thing I want it to be. And then that happens. And we'll talk more about that later. But the way that they handled, I'm just going to get into the production of it all. Because like Extreme Rules goes off. You see like the timestamp thingy. Like you see the thing that's like copyright, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, they did the that thing. Was... That's the thing that yeah, they like, do. Like that's it. And then they marveled us. <laughs> we got marveled. We got a post credit scene. I mean, it's happened forever, but I remember it being such a big deal when they did it with Champa and Johnny, when they were oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. over. And then it was like, it's not over. It's not over. He's beating him up even though he's his best friend. So whenever that happens, I love it. Yeah, no, Trips is clearly not only a student of the game, but also <laughs> clearly like a student of other media and being like, oh, I'm sorry, you people like post credit scenes? Oh, we gonna post credit scene that ass. It, it reminds me of that joke that's always on Twitter of people being like, um, I'm not even gonna quote it directly because so many people have said this joke where it's like Marvel fans will sit through a million years of credits just so Harry Styles can show up and be like, hey, I'm blue blah blah from Planet Glurb Blurb. And it'll be like, oh my God, it's blue blah blah from Planet Glurb Blurb. <laughs> Oh, the hours of my life that I've lost to see Howard the fucking duck. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not cool. <laughs> so I was much happier in this instance. Also, side note, which we'll get into in a different episode. I'm terrified of Howard the duck. I have childhood trauma. Like, it was a big problem for me when that oh, happened. It movie? was extremely rude. From the original movie. There were duck titties in that movie. Terrifying. That was one of my first honest trailers that I wrote myself was Terrifying. the Howard the duck one. Uh, or, or not myself. No one writes it themselves, but yeah. Yeah, I have the original book of the film of like the giant large format photo book because I was so afraid no. of it. I had to like have it with me. Oh, exposure therapy. Yes, this was not that. <laughs> this was the opposite of that. So if actually Bray should get a Howard the Duck in and that would be terrifying. <laughs> I mean, he could fit in with everyone. And I love the speculation, and we've talked about that. One of the best parts of being a wrestling fan is guessing what's going to happen and then being wrong. Yeah. I believe the phrase is, work me daddy. I believe that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> it. It me made daddy. me so happy. I and mean, like you say, I know we're going to talk about returns, but I just, it needs a spotlight for this one. I thought it was so well done. I thought the execution was excellent. Mm -hmm. 
And it didn't go on too long. They didn't fanny around with the teasers for yes. months. Every teaser yes. meant something. They pulled it off. They pulled it off. Also, one other thing I will say that I think that they did perfectly this week was the DX reunion. Because they didn't do that thing that like WWE usually does where it's like, okay, well now this is what the entire show is going to be about. These old dudes with no knees and backs are going to come in and bury this young talent that we've been building up forever and basically be like, hey, remember how everything we did before them is better than everything they're doing now? Ha ha ha. They came in, they got their shit in, they were able to within the confines of WWE, still give Billy Gunn ass daddy, daddy ass, still give him his props. Yeah, I thought that was so smart. So well done. Tonight, the Geriatric X proudly brings to you one half of the seven time WWE Tag Team Champions of the World, The Road Dog, Jesse James. doing something with office equipment these days i'm not sure putting the mic out so the crowd could finish it sean's in the back doing a scissor motion like it was really well done graves is making a joke about working in stationery yes (laughs) yes 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 it's like i think he's doing something with office supplies they're acknowledging it in a very cute clever way but still being like giving them the props gave china her props and then got in and got the fuck out Because usually, again, with these things, it winds up being like this whole thing and everyone has to wear DX gear and everyone has to blah, blah, blah. And granted, we all want to do crotch chops. I was a child once. I did one yesterday. It wasn't even relevant to this, but I did one yesterday. It was relevant to the British government. But that's, 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 again, a podcast for another time. Did I crotch chop Liz Truss? Yes, yes. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Would I do it to her face? Try and stop me. But yeah, I, I that was so great. It was, like you say, it was the opposite of like the old school Raw thing where it was just way too much. You remember the old school Raw that they did at Madison Square Garden yeah. where they just really broke FTR's heart. <laughs> yeah, they really broke the Revival's heart. Uh, and right. I was a little bit worried. Yeah, I was a bit like, what are they going to do? I and in my worried. head... I thought maybe they could do something with um, Otis and Gable because they are unbearable. (laughs) They have to lose. That's their whole thing. I was like, they're going to come out and they're going to bury Hit Row. And then I am going to have to go and find Sean Walton and kidnap his dog. I saw Sean Walton and his dog in the LAX Departures Lounge one time. And he had the dog in a little baby Bjorn and he was pretending to be asleep. So that people wouldn't hassle him. But what you shouldn't Smart. do if you want to pretend to be asleep is put a tiny a dog. dog in a no. baby Bjorn. You're asking for trouble, sir. And not even from wrestling fans. <laughs> I respectfully sat across from him and stared out the dog. But other people, not so much. I was surprised at how amazing he looked. And I know he looks good because like, we see him, but he looked amazing yeah he looked really really good and obviously sean is like you know he's jesus christ superstar he's doing great road dog <laughs> even joked about like hey like i wish i had time to like catch my breath yeah road dog looked like everyone's dad and or everyone's dad's older brother and it's like that's yes. fine stay keep your hands off my booking and that's fine he you looks like you. the uncle at the barbecue that's like, okay, you can have a sip of beer, but don't tell yeah. your dad. But also like, oh, you, you've shot up since I last saw you. You know, he's that guy that it's yeah. like, oh. It's like, yeah, that was 10 last years ago. Last time I saw you, you were a little girl. And look at you now. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> let's not do this. But hi, uncle dog. I'm going over there now. But I did enjoy it. I will say the opening segment, Jeff, who obviously, as we know, is... I keep saying he's a newcomer, but it's been eight years now. He's had eight years. I of know, this but he's still. We're nonsense. not done hazing him, right? He'll never be. He'll never be legit because he came in after so, us. And gatekeeping um, says, uh, like, you gatekeeping may not have says, this. You look, may not if have you this. haven't been watching it since you were knee high to a grasshopper, sir, right? I don't know what to tell you. You can't start in your forties and expect not to always be referred to as the newbie. But he came in um, and obviously doesn't know anything about DX really, above and beyond what's mentioned on the show. Oh, and good he's for seen him. a couple of the WWE documentaries. <laughs> and stuff like that when they came out and did that opening segment he was delighted there is no better way to describe it but he was like they're swearing they're cursing i'm like i know and it's very well done yeah, he's like did they used why... to bring cocks out 
on the on, when and they started this i'm like oh baby this oh, is very baby. sweet it was very cute and i sort of assumed that jeff's reaction was the same as like a 10 year old's reaction and that they would have just <laughs> both been utterly charmed by it and i just thought it was really well pitched we used to get suspended for doing dx shit in school what a world. I saved it until drama class, and that's when I would do my crotch chops. <laughs> you can but do like, anything in drama class. That's that's the rule. Uh, you could do anything in my ghetto-ass school. Um, <laughs> Let's all remember so, where I'm from. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> Look, the Donnie, Tacoma, simpatico, my darling. Truth. So what, what, uh, what got you off this week in wrestling, Danielle? What did you <laughs> like this week in wrestling? I can what tell you, you uh, what got me off in wrestling this week. And it was <laughs> so sorry. Dominic Mysterio saying that Rhea gets him off. <laughs> I nearly fell off my chair when he was so clearly about to say, when Rhea, like, basically murdered Beth. Yeah. That, yeah. that, like, did it for me. And then they wouldn't let him say it. No one wants to hear Dominic refer to his libido or feelings below the waist. Well, you know, just... Hey, quiet! Hey, let him speak! You guys are just jealous, so shut your mouths! Like I was saying, watching Rhea in action, smack Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, with the concerto. And I get it. I do understand (laughs) that, like, everyone's a sexual being and we need to allow this. When he did finally get it out, I was just, I was choking laughing, like... Because he was so proud that he finally got it out, but you could also see he's so frustrated that they won't let him be the same level as the other guys in Judgment Day. Oh, then he never will. I he know. never will. He's always going to be the Jeff of Judgment right? Day. Right? Oh, the Jeff oh. of Judgment Day. Jeff would join in a minute. In a minute. Very upset that AJ didn't join Judgment Day. But again, another big highlight for me this week that we'll get to later, but the return of the Good Brothers perfectly timed very well done makes me mm-hmm. happier about what's gone before with this finn aj stuff because i was like where is this going where is this going and it was going a place and we want it to go where we want it to go wild when stuff actually has a plan wild he's nice right? another week another peacock live event peacock this time it was extreme rules Live from Brooklyn. Aside from obviously, we talked about the Wyatt of it all. What caught your eye at the show? Like, what was something that you were super pumped about? I did enjoy it. I will say, I felt like it could have been more extreme. <laughs> like, not not a criticism, an observation. Mm-hmm. It's weird because it is. I, I, it's a very fine line between what I want and what I say I want. Yes, and I don't want gushing rivets of blood as Hal will tell you i don't want stringy ropes of plasma i don't want people pulling needles no. out of their mouth no. no i don't want that do you know what i'm at the pinpoint for it the, the one that i really thought just could have gone further than it did was the carry and cross drew mcintyre which yes. i've been really pumped for and no fault to them like it was such a stacked card and the matches around it were really strong and i just felt mm-hmm. like they didn't hit what i thought they were gonna hit it wasn't as brutal as I had anticipated for big meaty men slapping meat. It was big boy season all day, all night. And it kind of didn't feel like it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think you can go from fireball to pepper spray. That's not <laughs> creepy. That's not a cult. How do you go from fireball in the face to something I have in my purse? I, I was Literally a little all bit, the time. Don't right? test us. I know, truly. Or do. Fucking do. I have a stun gun. Oh, man. They should have used a stun gun. They should have used... They should have done something. It just really felt like more I kendo sticks. lost... <laughs> I wanted something creepier and more occulty. And if Scarlet was going to get yeah. involved, I wanted it to be more than that. Like, why couldn't they have her doing some weird chanty thing and the lights go out and then he's got something creepy and cool with them? You know, I don't know. It could have been something. It just felt a little bit more like a pissy girlfriend. Like, I've seen girls pepper spray boys (laughs) that the men are fighting with. uh, And it looked a lot like that. (laughs) Although when they were pouring water in his eyes, I'm like, oh, that's going to make it sting worse. But it's not really pepper spray. So it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I always, when Scarlet gets involved, 
I also have this thing where I'm like, look, you guys are right again on that line of like, you're either the occult or you're not the occult. Yeah. Or your senior show showcase, you know, like, what is it? Yes. And I think that you can have more than one weird supernatural element to a show. Yeah. I don't think that that means you have to be aligned with Bray or aligned no, with anything else. No, it's completely different. Bray is Bray. Bray is the only one like him. Bray is the only one that does what Bray does. It's very unique yes. and it's very proprietary. I think you can still have Scarlet and Carrion be creepy and a culty yes. without it yes. being the same weirdness. I think it is a very subtle difference, but I think it's very clear, especially if they're going to be on separate shows. It's not the I same agree. thing. Bray's I not agree. blowing fireballs in people's faces, you know, or fucking pepper spray. I'm really annoyed about the pepper spray. It did annoy me. You asked me what I liked and not this. Match of the show <laughs> for me was the Donny Brock match. It was Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. It was my match <laughs> of the show. It was my match of the show. I loved it. It was really good. That was what I wanted from that match and from this pay-per-view. Those Imperium boys, they are really... And I'm sorry, I can't... New Day did that thing where now every time they come out, I just hear them, duh, Gunther. Like, I can't stop hearing no, and them I love it. Do. I love it so much. <laughs> but like, that was exactly the match that I wanted. Big, beefy Ben slapping me. Yeah, it was the one that really delivered on its promise, I think. Like, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the ladder match with Bianca and uh, Bailey. Obviously, it's super, yes, super fun. Obviously. But it was another one where I thought there would be more to it. Like, when it mm-hmm. ended, I was a little bit like, oh, that's the end. I, ju- I just thought there was going to be more. And it's because my expectations were so high. Like, again, we're doing that thing where we're criticizing because our expectations were so high. I'm yes. nitpicking. Yep. This is not two years ago where I was like, I don't know. They, they showed up. They did it. Whatever. It was great. Yeah, this is literally like I wanted it to be what I wanted it to yeah. be. And it wasn't. But it was still good. Still loved it. I'm loving what they're doing with Bailey now. The losing streak for Bailey. I think this is the right direction Let's- Especially with damage control, because that is when they are really going to start like EO and Dakota are really going to start to come into play the more that you back Bailey into the corner yeah. and the more that I get to see them on my TV. Right. And ha- the happier I am. Like, I still think we get our War Games match, which will be exceptional. But then what would be oh, amazing, excited. I love heel Bailey. I do love heel baby, but I do think you could even have a tweener Bailey where damage control end up turning on her in a judgment day-esque spin where they're like, well, you brought us together, but you keep losing. So we can't yeah. have losers in our group. You know, I can absolutely see that happening because Bailey's just money. Bailey is a license to You can put her money. anywhere. Yeah. When she's mm-hmm. used correctly. She will sell you ding dong hello t-shirts till the cows come home. Who else could have gotten ding dong hello over? Come <laughs> Who on. Who could have dressed up as Jesse, Sally Jesse Raphael and got it over? <laughs> except for Bailey. Except for uh, Bailey. I love and it. And she did. God, it was so good. And her Jenny Jones era. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Do you know what? I'm not mad at it. I get it. I'm going to keep the energy up. <laughs> say I'm not no, mad let's at get it. the energy up. I, I didn't like the match. No, I, I, I didn't hate the match. The first 10 minutes of the match, I believe I texted you all saying, this is some of Rhonda's best work. I'm loving this. Because it felt like and she then, was really engaged. As soon as we said it, because right? we both said the as same soon thing. As and said then, it, she felt really engaged. She felt people- really invested. It felt important. It felt like she genuinely wanted it. And that's always been the thing we come back to with Rhonda, right? Is like... It yes. doesn't feel like she wants it. It doesn't feel like she wants to be there. And it did feel like she had something to prove and she wanted it. And then that back half of the match just got so sloppy. It got really sloppy. And I feel bad that I think that Liv took a lot of heat for that online. And it's like, it's no, both of babies. Them. No, because it's, neither one of them is a ring general. This is where you see the flaws in Ronda. Ronda's big matches have been with great people and even the not so big matches so her matches with Sonia Sonia's a perfect foil for her because they're from the same background they can put on yes. a good match together Both they can MMA. produce mm-hmm. a great match that doesn't rely on a bunch of spots you know they can just put on a yes. good match I think this is where we really saw the weaknesses in both of them I love Liv but she's not the greatest wrestler in the world she isn't and you don't have to be to be the greatest superstar. I'm not the greatest podcaster in the world, but I make money. None of us are claiming it. <laughs> None of us are claiming it. 
to me, there were just, you could see the gaps. You could see how a couple of spots, you know, Liv was supposed to pull Rhonda through and they couldn't yeah. execute it. And Rhonda wasn't able to pick up the slack and pull things together. And it just got really sloppy and messy and then ugly by the end. And I wanted it to be over. If this is how we get crazy Joker, fine. Yeah, I'm into the Harley era. She needs something. Yep. And if this gives me Rhonda, Shayna, also fine. Because I don't think Rhonda's sticking around forever. Also, you can't have Rhonda Rousey just floating around the card. You can't. Right. If she's going to be on the show, she has to be in a title picture or, or why have her. I don't love it. I don't like her, <laughs> but I think she has to be at the top or not there. Yeah. With, and with that match, really, for me, the turn did come. And I'm a hypocrite. I know it. I sexualize wrestlers. I know that I do it. But like, there's a difference between me joking around and them doing it to women in the ring. And that moment where it got porny. I feel like they panicked and it just fell apart and then it got weird it got weird there i'm sorry there's a moment that like where Liv is like literally bent over the apron with like her leg up and Rhonda is hitting her with the belt where i texted y'all and i was like what the fuck what is this <laughs> like it felt very eric bischoff hot lesbian action that corner of the internet's plenty full they it's full and they'll find else. it in anything you don't yeah. need to give them they're gonna eat off of that for like fucking weeks yeah they're like an ant with a crumb it's just <laughs> gonna feed the whole family for a year. Exactly. I loved, love, love, love that during the match between Finn and Edge, obviously, of course, Judgment Day got involved. I, I don't love unprotected back of the head chair shots. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. Don't like it. Not my favorite. I'm trusting that hopefully everybody involved knew what they were doing because I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like multiple of them. But. Having that be the reason why Edge says I quit. And it's not just any bad bitch that's doing it because that bad bitch would have done that to you, Edge. Yeah. And like, I mean, you're talking about porn. I don't know. I know what was porn for me, and it was this fact. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't want to say. I love Beth Phoenix. I have told Beth Phoenix to her face that I love her. She's one of my favorite people I ever interviewed. And I wanted to just like have her hold me. And that's unprofessional. So I couldn't ask for it. (laughs) But even with that in mind, was I stood up in my living room screaming, Rhea hit her anyway? Yes. Yes, I was. I was. And that was out of love and respect for both women. Um, we are such that's what Rhea Ripley want. marks. We, it's a simple day. Simple day. Um, but it's also, I think, that's what Beth would want. Beth would have hit her anyway. Like, the Glamazon mm-hmm. would have hit her anyway back in the day. I loved it. Again, super fun. I loved that the match went out of bounds. I loved all the people filming it in the hallway, which was adorable. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. I really didn't know how it was going to end. That's what I liked best about it. I really didn't know where it was going to go because Judgment Day cannot keep losing. I know they keep saying like, oh, this is Finn Balor in his final form. And I'm like, I don't know, man, he's losing a lot. He's eating a lot of 619s. I mean, those are like 6 ones, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe six like one a four. six one seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see Finn Balor take one more 619. Like, honestly, I mean, I'm on record as saying I hate the 619 because like, just, just move. Just move. It's a setup. Just shuffle half a foot over and he's fucked. He's only little. If he's not, if you're not exactly where he left you. <laughs> he's only little. Oh my God, that reminds me so much of, of did you ever see um, Millie Bobby Brown on uh, Hot Ones? When she's like, why would you do this to me? I'm only little. She's only little. <laughs> I love Ray, but I hate the 619. Even though every time I look at my watch and it says 619, I have to go 619 because it's it's who I am. Um, San Diego. <laughs> it is It is what it is. But I did enjoy Look, the match. Look, if I had a move, I would call it the 206. Yeah. I don't know what that move would be. I assume it would just be me hip-checking someone because I can't do much the else. The 01302 is not, is not the same as it. <laughs> the Donny area code. 01302. <laughs> but that just, maybe it's a submission move. The 01302. I don't know. Oh, that would be a submission move. That would be your And then my part. finishing move that was more of a beatdown would be the full Donny. Actually, this this works. Perfectly. Oh, that's obvious. This works perfectly. It would be a curb stomp, the full Donnie. <laughs> it would. It would, but you would lose teeth. That's all you'd need to know. <laughs> yeah. Ow. 
they're, they're coming out. But yeah, I thought it was really well done. And then I thought the lead into Monday was fantastic because you've got to keep Judgment Day moving. They have to have momentum all the time. You yes. can't drop them. Like if they're going to no. be running around saying we're here to like, run this division even though we have no belts and keep losing like they have to have full momentum it has to be propulsive storytelling we gotta get them some belts man we gotta get them something i mean if this was aw they would have just made him a belt and i I just you know it would have been (laughs) this is the judgment day belt yeah this is the judgment the day of judgment belt just to mix it up (laughs) a bit oh and our in overall day of judgment winners are uh, and it would be fine. And it would be fine. The new day. Yeah. <laughs> they won the they won the day of judgment. <laughs> Matt Riddle, Seth Rollins, yada yada yada. On to Raw. Um, Seth is now the United States champion because which what, uh, what era is Brock? This is in Midnight's now? era, Brock. Uh, this is Midnight's any, era. Anytime, All of the things that happen. Anytime we find out Taylor Swift has a new era coming, Brock will return. That's to Brock's us. era. We had folklore, yeah. Brock. We had Evermore, Brock. We even had Red Taylor's version, Brock. We did. At SummerSlam. We had a tractor. I mean, come Mm -hmm. on. What's more Taylor Swift? Now we have Midnight's era, Brock. 13 short Uh, stories about Midnight. That's what we're going to (laughs) get. That's what we're going to (laughs) get. Yeah, it's very exciting. And he's going for Bobby Lashley. He did not go for Seth Rollins, which means he's not in the title chase. No, he's not in the title chase, Danielle, because he's in a payday chase. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm sad that I will never get to see the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. going to be at the place that will not be. They're mentioned. building for the thing for the that we don't cover and we don't talk about. <sighs> but we also got Candice and Johnny wrestling. We did the wrestlings. We did. We got the wrestlings. Great week for the wrestlings. Also, can we have our old music back? Because I don't like the heel pixie music. Um, I want Candace's old music back. Um, I, want, I want that old thing back. That's just me. That's just me. It makes me happy to see the wrestlings doing the thing that they love. It truly, truly does. I know I say it every week and I just, there's someone sat at home being like, stop being such a mark, Lindsay. But it gives me like a no. massive serotonin boost whenever a Gargano walks out. When Candace walks out or Johnny walks out and you can see the joy in their heart that this is their dream, that they finally I got it just... and it's being done in the right way and they have the right people behind them. It makes me so happy. Like Stupid genuinely, happy. like my whole body gets a happy. And I mm-hmm. love that for all of us. And mostly for uh- them. Mostly for them. Also, I got to say that one of the things that is making me the happiest in wrestling right now is watching Sammy break everyone in the bloodline (laughs) every time he talks. It's at the point now where Roman has to turn away from the camera. Yeah. Because he can't, like, Roman's like, I can't be on hard camp. I just have to turn away. Because Sammy is, I, I love this for him because he has always, and we've always been huge Sammy proponents in this house. Watching everyone finally realize what we have all known for forever is just like, there is really no truer joy, I think, as a wrestling fan than watching your underestimated fave get estimated. Yeah. It's pretty damn great. Joyous. This week, the promo this week, when he was challenging Riddle, when Riddle came out to challenge Roman, and Roman said, no, Mm -hmm. dog, try someone else. Sammy's promo, you can't say it. Let me explain something to you. You don't say yeet. We say yeet, you understand? That's a bloodline thing. That's like a family thing. He can say it. 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 I can say it. I don't ever, ever, ever want to hear you say yeet again. Do you understand me? When he said he can say it at Paul Heyman after he thought about it for a split second. And then Paul Heyman fist bumped in the background. Did he fist bump Jimmy or Roman? I can't remember. But he fist bumped someone in the background. He was like, I can say it. It was Jimmy. Uh, It was so, so beautiful because they're all enjoying themselves so much so much and also remember sammy is a ginger sammy is also a person of color um sammy can say so when he so so when he says like wait let me make sure nope nope you can say it you're good like it's i believe it sammy (sighs) for syria like sammy for syria sammy for champion sammy for president sammy for whatever he wants like i i am into the era of sammy it's so uh, it great. So and the match was great. And the way the story is building with the Usos is great. Jay and mm-hmm. Jimmy sort of starting to 
fallout a little bit to not be on the same page on the Sammy situation. Jay holding Which Jimmy back. Which has been back. growing for forever long term storytelling. What? Oh, uh, the Jay being like, no, he's got this. Holding his brother back being like, let him let him do this. Even though they were told by Roman to you gotta make sure he take won. care of him. Yeah. Oh, and he, oh, and 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 what a heel move to be like. No, Solo's coming with me. You are staying here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I love loved it. Loved it. Shakespearean at this point. I know. Switching over to AEW, I do. I'm really happy because Orange Cassidy has been up for a bunch. Of, Orange Cassidy don't win matches, which is wild <laughs> because he is he has more talent in his pockets. Um, than a lot of people have. Maybe he should take bodies. his hands out of those pockets uh, and spread it around. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And he did. He won a championship, which was really fun. I will say that Paige and Moxley promo off. I liked it. I I, I would it. like to go back to the point we're not we're not saying which championship because no one's sure. And I know it was the All Atlantic, but <laughs> it was the All Atlantic. <laughs> it's like he won because no, he, he won posted, one of the no. championships. He posted on there because and it's funny because he's Orange Cassidy named after the OC, which is specific, and he won the Atlantic Championship. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was sad that oh, Pat I don't, lost the pointless belt, and the, but I'm happy that Orange won the pointless belt. It's the yes. most pointless one, right? It's the most. It can't possibly be meaningless one. The, I it feel like the most meaningless be. one that's AEW branded. Hal would know. How would know? So we'll <laughs> we'll save it for when he's back next week. We'll save it for when um, he's back next week. Yeah, I did not see all of AEW this week. Full disclosure: what a week! Well, it's been a, and it's also been a very busy like week of wrestling. Yeah, like because so we had like of it. extreme rules and but yeah. promo off. Give me more. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, it was really good, and of course, everyone was like, "Oh, Adam Page subbed CM Punk," and it's like, I I don't care about that anymore <laughs> no i'm like past the stop. point of make it stop. giving a shit about that anymore it was a good promo without that but like i just don't that dude's not here this dude is i want to focus on the product that's happening on screen and not like focus on only the drama that's happening behind the scenes julian is yawning as i'm saying that and i'm assuming that means that he julian agrees. needs a spin drift <laughs> it is extremely early right it now. is also early it, it is uh it is too early to be awake and having opinions i have already gone through so many of them um i don't know how much sugar is in one of these starbucks frappuccinos chilled coffee it's drinks some. uh the official name is some some yeah. it's a lot of sugar so that was good also uh, i don't know if we covered this already in aew but nyla is the tnt champ um <laughs> the tbs the I, belt? tbs Sorry, the whole Whatever, belt. man. Um. I mean, entirely fair. <laughs> Jade is still champion. Nyla stole the belt, but I no. love it for her. I just love that Danielle is team Nyla. Uh, and as far as Danielle is concerned, Nyla is champion, and I respect uh, it. She's the champion. Uh, no, 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 no. She is champ. She is champ, champ. Let's champ, make it champ, canon. Champ, champ. Let's just make it canon. <laughs> Who could no, know? Who would know? It's just, look, my thing is, is that, like, I think that Nyla is when you give her a chance to be Nyla, not only is she great in the ring, but she is so funny and she has such a magnetic personality. So getting her more TV time and getting more attention on Nyla is just a good thing. If you use her correctly, she could be like your... I'm going to say this and I'm going to set her up for fail. So I'm not going to say this because um, if I say this, it's if I say if you give her time and attention, she could be your rock of the women's division of AEW. But as soon as you say that, it's like, no, I've set so, her up. Do you know what I would say? I will say and I don't think it's setting her up. And I think it it might not seem like a massive compliment, but I think it is a massive compliment. I think she could be the Bailey. Yes. That she could 100%. go anywhere, do anything, be heel, be face. She's great on the mic. She has a great sense of humor, but she's also she's vicious. Hilarious. You can put her with yes. people. She can be on her own. Um, I think she's so uh universally. Thank you for everything. Bailey ink me out. Actually a match I would love to see. Bailey Nyla, um in, in oh, God. my dream world where I'm dream booking my matches. I think that would be really fun. Because I think they would have amazing promos be. against each other forever. Oh, it would be such a great promo. And then off. they'd end oh, up I tagging. See it. it would be like Seamus Cesaro. They would end up being best friends. 
Are we best friends now? So if you've got any thoughts on the week in wrestling, you can tell us about them in our Facebook group. And you can hear more about what we thought about wrestling on our Twitter pages. Except mine. I'm not paying attention to it right now because I accidentally went viral. And um. Danielle upset the nerds. Danielle upset the nerds. Uh (laughs) And not the good ones like us, the bad ones. I made the nerds really upset. So Man, mad. they are mad at my black ass. <laughs> when we come back, the old faces are in new places. That's up next on Tights and Fights. And now, a live reading from Rachel's Poetry Corner. Elephants Theremin's Clifton, Neopets Poor Strips Jepson, Pine Smell Jelly Beans Goalie Goals, Skittles, Squirrels, and the Mole. Celery Chopsticks Pumpernickel, A Case of You by Joni Mitchell. Lullabies Tie-Dye, The More You Know, all of these things on our wonderful show. All of these things and more wait for you on Wonderful every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelk. Hell yeah, I am. Now it's time to give one corner of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. Why did I say that's sexy? Because I am. Let's get ready to rock. Oh. Anal bleeding. Whoa! Oh. Holy shit! WWE I love Kate! On a hard fart victory. Live, pal. What? I just remembered that I need to add a page to that next week. Guys. Thank next, you. Next week. Next, next week. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. When you stay sexy, Danielle, you don't got to get sexy. That's what I know about you. That's, That's right. what I know about you. <laughs> this was a big week for debuts all across wrestling. New faces, returning faces. They always make for really fun shows. So let's talk about who we saw this week. Obviously, the biggest name was the one that was teased for weeks via like this clandestine QR code. It reminds me of a lot of TV shows that are those mystery box kind of shows like Lost or even movies like The Matrix used to do these AR. Yes, I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, I was obsessed I re- with the Lost one. I was obsessed with it. I played it every day. Oh, my God. Even a uh, um, movie, Big stupid monster wasn't as good as we thought it was gonna be cloverfield cloverfield had, uh, <laughs> sorry my that's how my brain works had like this ar campaign where it's like click here to find this and if you find this pixel then you'll find this advertisement and this other thing and you would like literally white rabbit go down the rabbit yeah. hole of all of these things i loved so much of that they were really doing that in like the web days and that's what this reminded me of and i think that's part of why that went viral is because so much of us like me and calc are like oh yeah no like i remember that and that was yeah, actually like really fun good nostalgia it's y2k baby it's back 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 i don't know if you know this <laughs> the kids keep telling me I mistakenly uh, went into a Target and saw the young it. fashion line. No, and I'm like, how did they it. get into my closet from 2001? And it wasn't a good closet. Get out. Get out. I, I keep seeing things where they're like, blah, 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 brought back the thong. And I'm like, I don't. I yeah, can't, I, I know. saw that one too. I mean, Wait, unless where's... it's Lita, I don't want to see it. Unless it's so... Lita, I don't want to see it. It's not for you. It's only for Lita. Only for Lita. I love that the wrestling gear is very high-waisted now. I think it's very flattering and it's a modern look. Look at Dakota Kai. Look at Candice LeRae. Their, their gear is gate. We don't need to go back to being able to see Bree's hip bone tattoos. Like, no, no. Stay no. where we are. Um, I'm not, I don't want to... Well, and with the average woman, I don't need to do a gynecological exam. It's fine. Wear what you want to wear. I just... I hope that unlike the first time this happened... I can still find pants for me. Yes, I'm not getting a bikini wax just so I can wear jeans. That's what I know. Anyway. <laughs> you, the, the, the young woman, the Normani, you have fun. I just need to know that there will still be pants I can wear. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> yes, Bray Wyatt. If you know the- where we can still buy pants, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Please let us know via our Facebook groups. You can find them in the show notes. So, obviously, yeah, that, that was the biggest thing was this kind of AR flashback old school campaign with uh, Bray Wyatt. And it turned out he was the white rabbit all along, which made sense because he sent us down the rabbit hole. 
I am so excited about this, mostly because like every time Bray comes back, he comes back with something different and I don't know what it's going to be. Do you have any expectations for like what you think it might be or? My expectations are not but high. Um, honestly, like I have no expect- <laughs> I have no clue what it will be. I don't have a dog in the fight of like, if it's not this, I'm going to be so mad. I do have high expectations for it, mm-hmm. but I don't anticipate them being let down. Like, I am just so pumped because like you say, he is just, he's a creative, he's a creative genius. I'm going to say he's an artist. Uh, He Mm. is someone Mm -hmm. who puts something together and he has the right backing now. He has the right people behind him to support him. I love, we stand a mental health king. We stand a mental health king. But we do. And I love that he knew when to step away and he did. And we don't know how bad it was or what the background is there. We don't, well, we don't know. So I'm not going to give people credit who don't deserve it. But I love that he knew he needed to take a time out. Yes. That also makes me more excited for this. Maybe don't fire someone who's taking time out after like one of their best yeah. friends passed away. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. But I love that he is someone who knows himself. And I don't think he would come back unless he had the right thing. He could have gone anywhere. He could have written his own check. And yes written his own storyline wherever he wanted to go. Yes. So I don't doubt that he is coming back with the fullest realization of what he wants to do. Yes. And that really excites me. I think the thing about this that was so amazing is everyone knew it was Bray. Mm -hmm. But when we found out it was Bray, I didn't see a single person go, well, we always knew it was him, which is the danger with these teasers. Yes, I agree. And Mm -hmm. that only shows how popular he is, how Mm -hmm. beloved he is, and how much we need this. We were excited. It was actually, instead of it being a lot of like, oh, we already knew it, like Mark posturing, it was, oh God, what a relief. Yeah, it was satisfying. It was satisfying instead of um, annoying, you know? I, I loved it. I loved the way it was done. I liked that they had the human she says in inverted commas but the anthropomorphized <laughs> the, the, the full life-size realized expressions of his funhouse pals yes. his playhouse pals oh, they were man. creepy as fuck that was creepy as all fuck there are some great photos of people who were at extreme rules like there's this really fantastic photo of uh, again another dude who looks like he would have been my uncle offering me beer and telling me not to tell my mom looking at one of the characters and with this face that like don't you come near me. <laughs> you are close enough. Because they were so creepy. They were so, They're so creepy. creepy. And black folks don't do, no, no, no. No, it's scary and bad, which I thought was a nice balance because that really did creep me out, even though they fucked up the lighting on a couple of people a couple of times. They did. Tiny niggles, tiny niggles. But when Bray finally walked out and pulled <clears throat> off his mask, <clears throat> I honestly was nearly moved to tears because of I, the look yeah. on his face. That you yes. could see what it meant. And I feel like he was still playing his part, but you could still see in his eyes that he was very close to losing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to be creeped out, but I was too busy going like, good for you. I'm We're so, so proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I want this for you. Oh, and JoJo so tweeting. Chuffed. JoJo tweeting her love. Josephine. More Sorry, tiny horses for Josephine. I will, always, I will always think of her as the way the, the new day is. Josephine! Entirely fair. Entirely fair. Or the breaking ground. Was it breaking ground where she was teeny tiny Jojo? Or one of the, one uh, of the shows uh, she was no, on? No, it was uh, uh, the first season, I think, of Tote Steve's. It was Tote Steve's, you're right. Yes. Oh, God. Poor tiny It was like Jojo. the first season, which is like yeah. the first season isn't really canon. It doesn't really get good no, until like no, season two. No, it's very confusing. But tiny Jojo and her tiny horses. Of course she needs miniature horses. She's wee. She's, she's also so tiny. Oh my so, god, she's the tiniest. Yeah, she's so tinier than it. Sasha, which is like teeny, teeny, tiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, it was irresponsible to put her in a ring. It really was <laughs> as, a, like, as a performer, as a wrestler. Oh, but weird. I loved it, and I'm just fucking pumped to see what he does. Like I've seen all mm-hmm. these rumors of the Wyatt Six that he's gonna have a new family, that it is gonna be Mercy and mm-hmm. Sister Abigail and Hoskus. Um, and I'm okay with it well so that was my thing is that like I could go either way right now I think that I would rather them build up Bray as like 
this demonic evil dude who maybe can go in and out and possess people and not possess people without him having the backing of a faction for now because he just came back and i feel like if you put him with a bunch of different dudes right now it dilutes him i think that you can start doing that once we get closer to the road but right Mm. now i think the focus has got to be on bray i could be wrong but I think the focus I'm, I'm, has to be on Bray. No, I'm the same as you. And I mean, on record as saying too many factions. But I will say... I like the factions. I've said too many factions at AEW. And then when WWE started bringing true. in lots of factions, I was like, oh, too many fucking factions. But it's Triple H, but, man. It's going to be factions all day. Exactly. And I will... I, I just have to say it. I know there are going to be people that like, you just love Triple H so much. But it's because I think the factions are being done better in WWE. Each faction means something and you're in it for a reason. It's not just the Jericho Appreciation Society versus whatever Jericho decides to be this week. It could just be Jericho's WhatsApp group. Like that's what you could call it. That will be his next version. It will be like Jericho's group chat. And I, whereas I think they all mean something in WWE. And yeah, I could go either way. I could see Bray just come in and being weird and doing Bray stuff. Or I could see him coming in with a new family and being like Papa of the family and sitting back and watching them wrestle for a while. Yeah, but I want I want him to be established as I'm back, I'm important before yes. he becomes head of the fable or whatever it winds up being. Yeah, I know? don't know. I, do, I honestly could see it going either way. Part of me doesn't even want to see him get in a ring for a while. No. You know, with all this build and this weirdness, no. I need it to be so important when he gets in a ring. Mm-hmm. I need it to be like a whole minute. I don't even know if Survivor Series would be the right place for it because that's so much emphasis on the group dynamics. I, there's been a lot of like chatter this week about like, oh, you guys like Bray Wyatt, but he's not like a great wrestler. And it's like, have you ever watched a wrestling program in your entire yeah. fucking life? Some These people, people seen wrestling. It's look, here's the thing. And I think we've always been this way. There is a, um, oh God, uh, 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 this is misogynistic, but it's a great comp on how uh, I met your mother. There was this thing where it was like the hotness to crazy scale that they did once. Familiar. So there is a wrestling to charisma scale. And Mm -hmm. depending on where you're at, if you have a shit ton of one, it's okay if you don't have the other, because there's lots of wrestlers that I came for that like, as soon as you get them talking, it's like, no less of that. More flippy. Yep. 100%. More suplexy. More, he's more a performer. This- and he's an excellent yeah. performer. I will say it again. He's an artist. And that's why I'm thrilled to have him back. Also, like, let's not fucking slur Wyndham Rotondo by saying he can't wrestle. Like, yes, that's Just because he's true. a husky dude. He can get around. He can get around. <laughs> husky. So Jacob on Twitter said he's always been a fan of Bray Wyatt and quote, I really want to see multiple stories tapping into that well in a way that makes the outcome of his matches a compelling part of the narrative. I agree. Um, Matches that mean something. Matches that mean something. Wow, what a concept. Uh, For everyone. Remember when we were like literally doing an entire show about how bored we were with wrestling? Like, yeah, do you remember how it was the week before all this shit went down ah, when I was like, I don't know, I'm in a fallow period. I don't know if I care right now. <laughs> Wild. Everything is Honestly, right could have used some time off giving a shit because I am so busy and they are testing the boundaries I'm of so my available time. <laughs> and I care so much. I'm like making time so to care. It's amazing. And is this often- what they mean when people say that like you you have boundless love and when you have multiple babies like you just have more love and that love isn't pie you will just always find more love is this what they mean like, this like, is what like they you'll mean. always find more care you will always find more room for wrestling if you Look, open your heart to it we contain multitudes is what that True. is another debut we always kind of thought like was maybe possible but it took some time hello Renee is finally back with wrestling. Toronto, Ontario, Canada! I am Renee Paquette. And welcome to AEW Dynamite! That pop that Renee got, obviously it was... Canada and Canada. Uh, I mean, they they 
went huge for Jericho. Boo Daniel Bryan's. So I don't know. But <laughs> they went huge for Renee. Obviously, come on. She's going to like, they can be power couple on the road with their kid. I love that so many people were like, I can't believe Of course she went to <laughs> AEW, you dumb marks. Come on. Uh, people got tricked by the age old. She just did that one thing with WWE a couple of weeks ago. I mean, maybe they didn't know when she did that, that this was impending. Get your paycheck, lady. I'm good for you. I was, I mean, I am pleased to see her working. I'm pleased to see her on my TV. I think she's mm-hmm. a fantastic uh, addition to any roster because she's really good. Unlike some of the people that they let have a microphone. Yeah, no, I'm just going to go ahead and say the thing. JR is, he is a pillar of this business. He will forever be one of the most important voices in wrestling. I will never take that away from him. He has been dealing with a lot and his performance is not up to par with where it needs to be for someone at this level. What I would like to happen is that JR becomes pay-per-view guy, where he comes in, he does pay-per-views, or even better, he does pre-taped interviews, you know, like he's got that podcast. He does Mm -hmm. pre-taped stuff and they do it. And I think that Renee should just like straight up replace JR. I am not going to say you're wrong. I will not say I will not say it. Oh, people are gonna yell at me online, but I've been dealing with people yelling at me online like wait, I'm like, look, I'm like that chick that got the wedding dress that was wrong. I have a breastplate. <laughs> uh, I am taking care of My tolerance for old white men it decreases every day. So I with all due respect, which is a tremendous amount, uh, that doesn't mean you never have to hang up the boots. That doesn't mean there isn't a day when it would be to the benefit of the overall product for someone else to take over the day to day. Doesn't mean he can't be around, doesn't mean he's not a part of it, doesn't mean he's not an icon. Well, and that's the thing is that, like, I think that if you make his appearances a special attraction, then it becomes like better for everyone involved, where it's like, oh shit, there's JR. I love that dude. Instead of like, yeah. oh shit, there's JR. Does he know the names of all the women this week? You know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't. Just so you know. <laughs> but <laughs> he if doesn't. he has proper time to do the work, check in, maybe someone writes him some notes. You're giving him a lot of credit. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> um, also, here's the thing. So Gallows and Anderson are back to help AJ. I kind of don't care. But... I do, as you say, I like that, like, now that thing between AJ and my baby dick print, I like that they make more sense, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of the Good Brothers. I'm never no... I like how, them, but it, it, it's how, they're so goofy. But I like goofy. It's so weird see, with but them. But I feel like maybe they're not going to be as goofy in this incarnation. I feel like they've been less goofy uh, I, maybe they got yeah. all of their goofy, goofy out, out at Backyard Mania. Yeah. Like maybe it, like maybe when they left and put on their own uh, show, they they've done that. I don't know. I they're not cool. Julian's quite point out, quite right. They're not cool, and I'm sure at least slightly problematic. Hey, and I'm not cool either. I get it. On Talking Shop, <laughs> they routinely call out Uncle Alan for his terrible choices in life so i will give them credit for that they would routinely be like hey guess what uncle alan uh the world is not flat and gay people are okay so i that is true they did i'll give them that and i do because i think alan says he never said it wasn't (laughs) all of us but i i'm also i guess it's i do enjoy that we'll get that that kind of bullet club reckoning but also i think it's like five years too late as someone who was a big bullet club person and and, i was yeah and and we both saw all of this in japan and and I feel like I've been teased with it for so long and yeah. it's never been properly executed. Little baby optimist Lindsay just wants to believe that she's going to finally get to see it, that I'm finally going to get the real version of it and maybe at War Games. Every match at War Games for me now is a War Games match. Like, I don't know yes, how they're going to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm that's like, if, uh, if AJ and Gallows and Anderson could find a lady, would we not have Judgment Day and Bullet Club? 18.0 at war games would that not be amazing and mixed who would you put with them war games oh, fucking me honestly at this point i don't <laughs> think it matters like i'll do it 
let Rhea be like literally stand on my neck, Rhea. Like run me over with I a mean, dump truck. It's all fine. I'll come and take that bullet for the Shotzi? Literally. Shotzi would be amazing. Shotzi would be incredible. I anyone would be great. I, I liked it because I have to believe I'm getting my thing that I wanted for so yeah, long. Yeah, you want your thing and you want the Plus, satisfaction. I popped of getting like a baby thing. in the group chat when he called him Uncle Alan. And why didn't I see did. it coming? Why did. didn't I know that Finn calling AJ Uncle Alan meant the boys were coming? So I was pleased to see it. But again, yeah, I want to see it done right. At least um, Luke Gallows doesn't have to worry whether or not Vince knows he used to be Festus anymore. Because <laughs> there were so many stories that he just like kept to himself backstage and kept his mouth shut because he didn't yeah. want Vince to remember that he was Festus. <laughs> True story. So now True he gets story. to just be Luke Gallows. And they're both in great shape and they're both taking care of themselves. I oh, think they, they are amazing. people who bettered yeah. themselves in their time away touch of the drew mcintyres with uh, what they did with their crew. yes yes so let's see it i'm open to it i'm just like not as pumped as i think i would have been like five years ago also speaking of things i liked better five years ago sean spears came back to dynamite doing the 10 gimmick yeah yeah i mean he's he's a it's gonna be a daddy so he needs the money and the health and i want him to have it but he needs the money and i want that for him and cassie um but yeah i don't I don't care. I want to. Make me care. It is your job right, to yes, make me care. Yes, I am open to caring. I am yes, primed I am and open ready to, to caring. Care. Yes. I'm not saying get the fuck out. Like, I am open, primed, ready to care. You, you have my attention. Yes. Make me care. Yes. I hate that we're always on the same page. <laughs> I know. I'm like, let's have a debate about this. Wait, no. It's like, no, no, we're agreement. reasonable humans who can actually talk through. <laughs> like, oh, that's disagree. your opinion. My opinion was slightly different. Now I agree with you. Okay, no. Oh, or fine. we'll just like agree to disagree. <laughs> huh, I wonder what that's like. If you want to talk more about the returning stars of wrestling with people who love them like you do, join our Facebook group and follow us on Twitter. Links are down below in the show notes. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling to share with you. That's up next on Tights and Bites. Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. Welcome back to Ties and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelp. Oh, hello. This week, we are going to share some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. Watch my three count. One, two, three. That was sick. That was sick. Lindsay Kelk, what are you putting over this week? Could have been a million things. Really uh, I am going to put over a tweet that was sent to me by our one true pod king, Halbert, because it's the greatest thing I've seen and everyone <laughs> should see it. But it's on Twitter. It is. It was posted by someone, uh, by Kaylin Ramos. We will link it so you can see it. But the tweet says, if wrestling is fake, then explain this. And then there is a video of a gentleman wrestling a dog, wrestling a doggo. It looks like a border collie or similar. <sighs> Dogs, excellent. Dogs working like a pro, working like a champ. Doggo's <laughs> tail's going. Doggo's happy. Doggo's Doggo having a great time. Doggo it. gets his shit in. Yeah, Doggo gets his shit in. And Doggo has a tag team partner, so it is a little unfair because it's two on one. Mm-hmm. Doggo's trainer is also involved, but doesn't get involved in the match. So it's more of like an in-ring valet situation, I think. <laughs> Doggo's really doing the work. I don't know who the other person is. I will endeavor to find out. I should have found out before now because... All due respect to this man. All due respect. Jobbed out. Sorry. 
Sorry to this man. So great. Yeah, sorry to this man. Um, but I loved it. I've watched it. It's been watched 10.3 million times, and I think conservatively 3 million of those views were mine. So At least. go check it out. Aww, little buddy. All that work. And Hal is not here this week, which means, uh, Julian, you actually have a voice. <laughs> I do. I have two things, and I'm going to put over. Uh, first two off, things? Who do you think you are, me? <laughs> one of them is a clip. Uh, who do I think I am? Judgment Day, putting people over all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of them is, uh, is a clip, so I'm going to save that for a second. But uh, the first thing is Percy Jackson... Disney Plus show is uh, seems like oh. it's moving full steam ahead, and it's going to star some wrestlers. I think everybody heard Edge is going to be Aries. Oh, I love this for him. Something for the moms. <laughs> Something for the me's. <laughs> well, this will be even more for you because it turns out that two people named Mercedes and Trinity are going to also be playing, uh, respectively, Athena and Nike on Percy Never Jackson. heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Also, uh, do do those do those uh, do those uh, people have last names? Do we Mercedes Vernado and Trinity <gasps> Fatu? Oh, you mean uh, uh, Mercedes Vernado who beat the shit out of Boba Fett once? Yeah, and I then uh, uh, Trinity who also did a great job in the Marine Four. Yeah. I have to stop talking. Hopefully, they at least hopefully they have lines on this Disney Plus show. That would be nice. Then the other thing was uh, I really like how they're turning MJF slowly but surely into the biggest baby face in AEW. I think that if they Girl, play their cards on. right, I speak it. I think he, he could solve a lot of their problems, frankly, of like, you know, of like needing a guy who can really step up and be their Mr. Everything. So uh, I really liked his promo this week. So just play, I'm play a little bit of it right here. Right here. Waking up every morning, splashing water in my face, looking in the mirror and knowing. I have no choice but to be the bad guy. I have broken my hand many a times, punching my own reflection. So you don't like me? <laughs> Tough shit! Just guess what? When I walk through that curtain, I don't like me either! <laughs> Hard way. That's so good, because he's like... He's acknowledging that he's kind of a shitbag, but it's also like, look, I became yes. what the world made me into, but there's still a good person underneath there that needs to be reminded that it's okay to be good. It's it's really good stuff. I like it. I really hope. Oh, no, no, no. MJF's promo was amazing yeah. this week. And, and that he had so much vulnerability of like, hey, I don't even know if I like me, mm -hmm. but I have to do what I got to do. And I'm gonna let y'all know that I'm gonna do what I got to do. Yeah. I liked it. I it was good. Hi, give it to me. Give me every ounce of that you got. I'm putting over the word shillelagh. Look at the size of that shillelagh. Gunther using the shillelagh, laying waste to Imperium with the shillelaghs. Which apparently everyone on the commentary team for Extreme Rules learned about two minutes before they started using the shillelagh because I didn't even, I, I it was one of those things where if you do a take a shot every time they say shillelagh during that thing, you will die. You would have missed the rest of the show. You, you would, would have missed, missed the, the whole show. Yeah, you would have been like me, except I didn't miss the rest of the show because I have an alcohol tolerance. Obviously, a bitch loves a kendo stick, and there was a kendo stick. A bitch also a, loves a shillelagh. That's a what bitch I've loves a shillelagh? Come on. It's like a golf club, but for beating? Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's just so much more charming than a baton. You know, it's like, oh, <sighs> this is adorable. Let's beat Fuckin someone up with this old Gaelic beautiful thing. Aaron go broad, like fucking beat his ass. Um, <laughs> so that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Um, anybody got anything to plug this week? Oh, I did. I just found out a thing on a night like this, which is one of my well, my most recent book that's available because the Christmas yes. wish isn't out yet. But on a night like this it. is in the Kindle deal this month in America for ninety nine cents. So what? you could download the ebook for ninety nine cents of On that's a Night when. Like This, and I would. Really love it if you did because then it lets the amazon people know that you like the books and then they buy more of the books and then they'll tell other people about the books and that mm -hmm. makes my life 
considerably easier. So <laughs> that would be amazing. 99 cents for the whole ebook of On a Night Like This. Dude, it's a buck. And also, hey, if you have Audible, I really, really enjoy the narration and the direction of On a Night Like This. Like it's She's very good. You can like listen to that son of a bitch while you're cleaning your house, while you're doing other things. And then you'll stop and be like, did Lindsay just write that? Yeah, bitch. Lindsay just wrote that. <laughs> it's all amazing. It. Every word. Did it all myself. Yeah. 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 Um, Julian Burrell. Anything you want to put over? Uh, there's some new live tapings of Go Fact Yourself that I think are pay what you want. So uh, you can go find those at gofactorpod.com. I'm not sure if I'm going to be there, but there will be some cool guests there that you can all go read about. So uh, yeah, go see a live podcast. And there's a lot of things that get cut out of the show because we need to make it like about an <laughs> about an hour. But you can yeah. hear some jokes that uh, nobody else will hear. You have to be there to hear them. So go have some good times. It'll be fun. Love that. And as for me, as per usual, watch Honest Trailers. That is where I pay my rent. And obviously, I like writing them. Oh, and I've got some stuff coming up that I could probably start announcing eventually. Whatever. Just like follow me on Twitter now that everything is calmed down. Going viral is annoying as but I can start like promoting other things I'm on. I'm going to be doing some more TTRPD shows soon coming up. Really fun things that are a coming. I'm going to be writing more book things. We'll see. We'll get there. I know. I'm I'm trying, man. Our producer is Welcome to the Pungle, Julian Burrell. I've really got to start reading these beforehand. Um... (laughs) Ah, uh, what you benching these days, Julian? Uh, not nearly enough because I can't wake up in the morning during the winter to go work out. <laughs> so maybe. Well, you got to get one of those lamps. Yeah, I got to get like a baby. A talk. Come on, talk to your bipolar <laughs> friend from Seattle. Let me put you on. Can I put it on an alarm and just have it open my curtains for me at the same time? <laughs> I mean, no, it's a sad lamp. You actually put them on uh, alarm, and they wake you up mm-hmm. by I'll being. Have to. Get me awake. Get me to the Y. <laughs> I will send you a link, but I'm not putting it here because they're not paying us, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Also, just vitamin D. Like, I, I don't, you could just buy that and then put it under your tongue. Um, get the liquid one. Thank you to all of the Max Fund members that keep the show going. We love you all so much and all of the support that you've given us in the, gosh, we've been doing this a million years. Um, thank you for all of the support that you've been giving us that keeps the show going. And you can keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes. Also, where you can find the official Tats and Pads t-shirt. And we'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast Ties and Bites MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned, audience supported